0: The rise and fall of an empire We What's up ladies and gentlemen Mike Rhode here with Darren Prasad and welcome to another episode of Canucks Mafia we hustling crazy. Hey, yo, what's up, everyone? Mike Kermode here, uh, riding solo today. Darren Prasad can't make it. Uh, Episode 50, Canucks Mafia. It's kind of a milestone uh, episode, our 50th episode. So uh, we had to do something special for a milestone episode, and we got got a good one today. So uh, happy to introduce and welcome back to the podcast, Uncle Lalit. Uncle, how you doing, brother?
1: Hey, great to be back. And I actually didn't know it was your 50th episode so i'm honored that you invited me to be a guest on this uh momentous uh occasion so yeah happy to be on thanks for inviting me and uh look forward to chatting some uh canucks
0: yeah of course well
1: a lot of good stuff to chat about but you know we'll do what we can do
0: yeah well unfortunately there hasn't been for for a handful of years now and um you know i it's it's funny i think that you and I have been, you know, we've been pretty tough on this team and, and, and rightfully so. Um, and I don't think we had overly high expectations of this season, but can you imagine possibly a worse start to the year?
1: No, you know, at this point in time, I think <laughs> they got to do something really drastic. Like I'm at the point where, you know, maybe try EP40 on defense. I'm sure he can play better defense than four or five of those guys back there, but yeah, it's uh, it's horrendous with this defense, the defensive lineup that they have. I mean, we pretty much knew that the Ford Group was okay; it was pretty good. I don't think they're uh, fulfilling their potential. I don't think the the way the lineup is set is getting the best out of their lineup. Um, but yeah, with that defense, you know, it, it's tough, right? And you've got to think, how long is Thatcher Demko going to be able to stop that? You know, the the flood. Uh, till the floodgates open, you know, or he gets hurt or something, right? It's I really feel bad for him.
0: Yeah, likewise. I mean, and I think part of the difference this year in giving up these leads and stuff is maybe Demko hasn't quite been as sharp as he has in the past, and that's not that's not saying anything bad against him. Like we can't expect him to be, you know, Dominic Kashuk out there every single night. Um, but you know, the, the, this is there's trends that we've seen in the past and for whatever reason. So let me ask you this. What do you think, can you put your finger on why this team is such like a mentally weak, uh, fragile bunch?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, it, it starts with with leadership. I, I really don't know, you know, how the leadership, uh, Dynamic in that room is, but I don't think Bo Horvat is cut out to be, you know, one of those strong leaders. It doesn't seem that way anyway. And then, you know, you got you got that strong personality with JT Miller. You see, you know, you hear about the, the, the friction in the room. So obviously, you know, they don't have the, the guys in there who really command that respect of the room, you know, somebody who can really pull the guys by by the scruff of the neck and drag them into the into the battle. So, obviously, I mean, the, the, the leadership, the chemistry, there's a lot that, that's wrong, obviously, in that room right now.
0: Yeah, and, you know, it, it's tough to say we're not in there, what what it's actually like in the dressing room, but you can see on the ice, the on-ice product, there's not that one guy, maybe Petey, but but there's really not one guy who's going out there and laying it all on the line and acting like they're pissed off to be in this situation, right? Like, you you would expect a captain... Um, or any leader like a Horvat or a Miller to be out there throwing the body, maybe getting a scrap. Just try to rally the guys at, in some fashion, you know, lay out, block a shot, stick up for a teammate. Um, just things like this that you 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 would expect. You'd think a lot of players in the NHL at this level would just be so fucking fed up with how things are going that they're that they're going out there and trying to single handedly make a difference in some way, and you just don't see that.
1: Yeah, it it kinda seems like maybe they're just too comfortable, right? Even in the preseason, you saw that, you know, the, the bad habits were there and that wasn't a good sign and people were pointing it out. And unfortunately, you know, it, it it's carried into the regular season.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, you know, we're recording this just before game time against Minnesota here on uh on Thursday night. So obviously a big game. Um but, and I think you'll agree with me, like for me, the best thing for this franchise is just, you know, we thought we've hit rock bottom before. And it took that to get some changes, meaning Ben and getting fired or whatnot. But this new management hasn't done much, if anything, right? Like they've bas- basically kept with the same procedure from before. So. Do you agree with me that, you know, if this team just keeps losing and keeps losing leads and just, like, you know, is historically bad once again, that ultimately changes might actually be made and this might be a good thing for this franchise?
1: Well, I guess it all depends what those changes are going to be, right? How how long of a leash does Boudreaux have? I think that's probably the biggest question right now. In terms of the lineup, you know, they're up against the cap. They don't have a whole lot of leeway there what can they do like, uh, you know, trader Jim, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't been his classical trader, uh, gunslinging, you know, um, president at this point in time, we all know that he's got the final say, even though Alvin is the GM, but how much can he do? You know, Benny left a big mess, but I, you know, these guys haven't done a whole lot to improve the situation. And they have basically just uh, gone forward with, with that group. you know as 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 much as you know I don't think they've done as much as they really could have,
0: yeah, for sure, but you know, obviously the big piece now is Horvat, right? He's looking for a contract, um there's a lot of discussion about what he's looking to get paid and what the Canucks are are, are willing to pay now, that being said, we heard that all the way through with Miller too, right, and that the Canucks had a number and whatever, and they ended up caving and and signing Miller anyway, so. Horvat being the big piece. Miller doesn't have a, his no trade clause doesn't kick in until next season. Uh, Or sorry. Yeah, I guess it would be next season or two seasons. Um, So, I mean, those are obviously two, two pieces, but do we really have any faith in this management? And then, you know, whenever you're talking about Canucks management, there's always Aquilini sitting over top, right? He, we all know he needs to sign off on everything still, does does rock bottom? Does you know if they if they start the year one and six, one and seven, zero oh and five, zero oh and six? Um, is that enough for this for for Aquilini and this management to finally say, "Oh my God, yeah, this what what we're trying here clearly isn't working." Time time to blow it up, or do you think that because Aquilini's who he is and he's a stubborn asshole that it, we're just gonna they're just gonna ride this out? How long? I, well, I, I think the thing with this market and this
1: organization is a lot of what happens in that arena with the fans dictates what this organization does, right? We saw that last year. And I think, um, you know, the fans have to revolt, man. They have to, you know, basically stay away and, and demand better. Obviously, this, this, uh, uh, what they have here is not working. And I think most of us knew it wasn't going to work, but uh, you know, what can they do? I, I don't know, but obviously changes have to be made how and when, how and when it's going to happen. I mean, your guess is as is, good as mine.
0: Do you think some of this fan base is capable of that though? Like we know we see these hardcore positivity fans that clearly have no hockey knowledge. We deal with them every day on Twitter, right? Do these people, like, where? where's that line where they're finally going to say, oh, man, en- enough is enough. I'm not paying for this product. We need changes to happen. Because you would have thought it, that line has already been crossed, but apparently not.
1: Well, to try to, try to figure out what they're thinking or what they're doing is kind of tr- uh, trying to figure out, you know, what Donald Trump is thinking, right? They're just irrational people, so you can't really figure out where they're at. And uh, I think, uh, you know, it's just a waste of time trying to figure out know <laughs> what the red line is for the for these idiots.
0: So it, you don't think it's going to happen? I I highly doubt it. Yeah. So there we are. So there we are. So that's where that's where we will lie. Then you know if 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 you can be as bad and and continuously put on a terrible product and your your fans are still coming out and then that's all that, that this owner wants. And it sounds like, you know, the, the real fans or those of us who are fed up are just screwed.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, I think we've kind of, we've shared that sentiment in the past that this owner is all about making money. Right. And as long as the people are coming and spending money and he's lining his pockets, um, he couldn't care less. Ultimately actions speak louder than words and his actions have dictated that he couldn't give two shits about a Stanley Cup for him. It's all about making money, um, and unfortunately, I, I think that's not going to change until we get new ownership uh, of this organization.
0: Yeah. So, so where do you think this season goes from here? Where you know what? What do you think? Obviously, the team's not going to continue this to be this bad. You know, I I don't. I think we can agree that they're probably not a bottom three NHL team and. They'll smarten up a little bit, pick up some wins, probably go on a bit of a run, and finish in that middle ground again.
1: Well, that's that's basically canuck kind of luck, right? Um, you know, not good enough to get top draft picks, and not bad enough to you know make any significant um, noise in in the postseason. So, you know, we're we're kind of stuck, um, unfortunately, with this horrendous product. And there's really nothing coming through the pipelines, and really, there's no light at the end of the tunnel if you're, uh, you know, if you ask me.
0: So, if the team were to sign Horvat, what would be your walkaway number?
1: I personally, I wouldn't go over seven with him. Um, I, I, I know he's probably going to not sign for anything under seven, but for me, um, if I wanted to sign him, uh, to uh, a contract uh, uh, as a, as a fan of the Vancouver Canucks, I wouldn't go over seven for him.
0: So, we, would you do a seven year six point five for Horvat?
1: Uh, I think I think you could probably get away with that. Uh, six point five, I think, is a good number. And uh, yeah, if if he if he did that, I I probably would give him six point five over seven. Yeah,
0: I'm surprised by that because. I feel like you would want just like the best case scenario is to trade Horvat, trade Miller, trade all these guys, not bring back some of the same core that's, you know, proven that they don't know how to win.
1: Well, I mean, we wanted Miller traded, right? And I've, I've been on record other than Hughes, Patterson and Demko. I want everyone traded, but the fact of the matter is, I highly doubt they're going to trade him. And if they can get him at that number, I think that they would sign him. But, all things being equal, would I want to trade him? Yeah, absolutely. I'd want to trade him for sure. Even if he signed that 6.5 and I got a good deal, I'd rather take that good, good deal than sign him to that contract.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, Uncle, any, any big plans? I know, you know, you, were, you kick-started the whole Fire Benning uh, hashtag and, and the banners and all of these things that, you know, definitely played a role in, in, in Benning's dismissal anything planned going forward here? I know, you know, you, you've been again, kind of a, uh, a strong voice about Aquilini and trying to get Aquilini to sell the team. So any, any, anything planned or, or anything in the works um, or any ideas of maybe how to uh, jumpstart any, any action?
1: Yeah, I think, I think we, got to stay the course. Like we've got an online petition going and the more numbers we get, on that petition, I think it's if we get enough numbers, it's going to attract attention. But going forward, I think we just got to push the fans to show their displeasure online, especially in the arena. You know, if we can toss a jersey here and there, we should be doing that. And, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll have another banner down the road. If, uh, you know, if it's bad enough and people are pissed off enough and people want to do that, definitely. It's something we will definitely look at.
0: Yeah, that's great. And, uh, you know, I look forward to <laughs> to if and when that happens because I know that you do have an influence. Um, and I think, you know, a, a vast majority of the fan base here is looking for major change um, and is worried about, you know, Aquilini running the show. And he's kind of the common denominator. As long as he's around, things aren't changing. So, um, you know, I... Uh, <laughs> I support that. So I would love to see something happen. And, you know, if it does let us know, uh, you can come back on the podcast and talk about it. And of course we'll, we'll, we'll see it littered all over, uh, Canucks Twitter too. So,
1: yeah. Um, the thing is,
0: I think, you know, for
1: this fan base, a lot of them, they're just, they're just aloof and they want to believe in unicorns, you know, and and rainbows, but, (laughs) The, the fact of the matter is that there are people who were giving Aqua Looney the benefit of the doubt. I hear that, uh, you know, I, and I see it online, that people are starting to turn on him. More and more people are starting to turn on him. And as you said, he is the common denominator of the failures of this franchise. So we just got to keep hammering this point home that this guy is the culprit. He is the problem. And, you know, we just got to keep pushing until something gives, you know, this organization, they are very sensitive to what's being said. Right. And, you know, it's not only Francesco, he's got brothers, he's got a father. And if we, you know, start, you know, refraining from supporting this, this franchise with our wallets, you know, with, with everything else we can do, I think there will come a point in time, well, when they'll realize that, hey, maybe, you know, he's not the best person to be leading uh, this organization. And we I think we heard a little bit of it last year, you know, when, uh, you know, uh, apparently the, the family had a meeting or whatever. And, uh, you know, there were rumors that there was some friction amongst uh, within the family, with the brothers, especially. So I think if, if we keep on pushing, the message will get through sooner or later we just got to keep uh, doing what we're doing and uh, hopefully the momentum will gain steam.
0: Love it. Well, keep fighting the good fight, uncle. I know that you got uh, a troop, uh, troop behind you. Um, so if you ever do, you know, fire something up, uh, you know that there's, it's going to gain traction and it's going to get noticed just like everything else you've done in the past. So um, I think we'll cut it there. I know you're a busy guy. Uh, Canucks game is about to start. So yeah, thank you very much man for for joining us. Um always always good to have you on and you know you're 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 one of the good ones. So uh, we appreciate you.
1: Yeah, thanks for the invite once again and congratulations on going uh you know 50 episodes deep. I think uh, you guys are doing a good job. Um I I like the name uh <laughs> Canucks Mafia. Um but yeah, it's uh it, it's unfortunate that we couldn't be talking about uh, stuff more positive around this team, but uh, you know, Benning is gone. There's another hurdle to cross, which is uh, you know having them sell the team or replacing Aqualuni so that we can get some rational people uh, you know at the helm of this organization, and you know we can do what needs to be done. Right?
0: Absolutely, couldn't agree more. Uh, thanks again, Uncle Man. We'll, we'll we'll be talking to you throughout the season, and uh, always always a treat having you on.
1: Yeah, I apologize for the audio uh, issues that we had, but uh, once again, thanks for having me on. Uh, well wishes to Darren, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll be in touch, man, uh, for sure. So thanks again, and uh, have a good
0: good evening. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks everyone for listening. Ciao. <laughs>